Hello everyone, it is Corinne Lamar and you are listening to Spiritual Woman in Relationships. And I have a very special guest with me today. She has been on before and she is a world traveler. She is an old soul in a young woman's body very wise and connected to her spiritual self and a dear dear friend and co-conspirator on this this planet and in our lives and on our life's journey together please welcome monica thank you so much i really appreciate being on your podcast again thank you for having me (laughs) thank you for joining me i have so much fun with you and i love what comes out of you to help everyone who needs help with our topics so this one a question came in and i was trying to decide how we're going to title this so i was thinking you know how to get things done how do you organize yourself when you are overwhelmed with everything that you want to do whether that's with healing or um projects that you want to do or simply life's to-do list um the question that came in was how do you organize yourself i've struggled with this for a long time how do you get yourself to start and how do you focus make a plan i try to figure out solutions and get things done i make lists and i feel stressed out anxiety to even look at the lists and how do you do this how do you reduce stress and anxiety so (laughs) there's quite a bit here to talk about and i am really excited to dive right in um the first thing that i would say is when you feel overwhelmed it can be really really anxious producing and the mental chaos that comes with anxiety and overwhelm can have our nervous system not function the way that we would like to and whenever this happens we can be moving into a trauma response where we've had trauma in our past and our body and our mind our brain has spots where it registers that something's wrong so what will happen is as soon as we get overwhelmed and this trauma response starts to kick in our mind will start to slow down to help us cope with the stress and anxiety so you might become you're like oh my gosh i have all this to do i have this list i need to do these things and then your body is is like alert alert calm this person down make her sleepy um have this like nothing in the brain and then you wonder well what's going on here why can't i focus it's a mental chaos that is it makes you feel like a crazy person 
Have you ever felt like this before, Monica? I definitely have, Corinne. I experience anxiety myself, so I can relate to this. And it, it feels a bit paralyzing sometimes when you have so many things on your mind. And then when you try to make a list of things to do, you feel even more overwhelmed just looking at it. For someone who's visual like myself, I find that planning things out and making a list generally is considered to help some people, but for me personally, I can relate to this. And it, it, it is very difficult, and I would love to hear more about um, what you have to say in regards to how to get through this. I, I struggle with it myself, but I'm not sure of the best way to go about handling a situation like this. So. Yes, I think, raise your hand, anyone who has had this experience, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that you can relate as well. And what what I like what you said, right? The feeling, I mean, it's not fun to feel it, but the feeling you're paralyzed, it is. A trauma response is debilitating. You, when you're having a trauma response, you cannot even do one thing you're and then the shame that comes around not doing what you wanted to do in a certain day or a certain amount of time that you've allotted to do something what happens is we are debilitated we are actually paralyzed because certain parts of our functioning stop because we're in a fight or flight um, or a freeze even response, like playing dead. When this has happened to me before, when I have had a long list of things, I have this list of things to do in different areas of my life. And even it can happen with things that you want to do. Like, for example, on my one of my lists for self-care. So I have a list for self-care. I have a list for my business. I have a list for my like living situation, <laughs> whatever it is. And then I have lists of goals and dreams and desires on top of that, on top of my business. I'm like, woohoo, I want to do all this. And so sometimes even just with that one self-care list, you can get overwhelmed. You're like, oh, I want to take a nap. I want to journal. I want to take a salt bath. I want to have nutritious food. I'm going to cook it. I want to do exercise. I want to do energy exercises. I want to do healing modalities. I need therapy. Well, all these things, that can be quite overwhelming because each one of those things can at least take an hour. <laughs> to chop the vegetables it takes time to cook it takes time to have a therapy appointment it takes time to do a healing session it takes time to go in nature all these things take time and we do have a finite amount of time each day so that's why so many people go on retreats Right? They go on a retreat, there's no distractions. There's nobody. But then, can we take a retreat every day? No, because <laughs> we live in the real world. 
And even people, I've seen people on retreats, they are so overwhelmed with everything they want to do in that retreat that they schedule too much. Or they'll have what they want to do and then they just kind of like sit there numb going, oh my God, how do I, where do I start? How do I start? So often we'll think that we have ADD um, and, and ADD is a real thing. And so you can't even distinguish okay, well, I'm in this state of my attention is everywhere and nowhere all at once. It's really overwhelming. And even just like I said, to do that one, you're like, I had one thing that I wanted to do today and I did everything else to not, like I didn't do that thing. And that can be something completely different like resistance. Because moving forward into the unknown, right? There's things we want to do and then there's an outcome that the, that thing will produce that we do. That can be scary because the outcome is like meditating, right? You change when you meditate. So just sitting there and meditating, you can even be resistant to that because we don't know what's going to happen or the outcome with that thing or we have fear in our mind. We have these thoughts of fear. Like, oh, what if it doesn't happen? What if they don't blah, 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 whatever it is, you fill in the blank. For me, I have been told that I am non-linear and I fought it for so long. I was like, I make a list. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And this is the order. I'll even organize my list. And then I don't do it. And I'd be like, what's wrong with me? Like I had it all spelled out. What's wrong with me? Well, there's nothing wrong with you. You got, I got hungry, right? People have to eat. Sometimes we forget to put that in our list. Or my legs started hurting because I was sitting all this time doing all these things. I need to move that I didn't put into my day. Like I didn't put that into my list. And then there's, you know, creative people. And some people are like, I'm not creative. Well, if you've ever had a desire to do something and it comes from inside of you, that's create, you're creative. If you ever, ever wanted to write or just draw a picture, paint or create something from nothing, you're creative. And ideas, when you, when you have this creative kick come in, we can have thoughts and ideas that are splattered around the walls, right? I just say splattered around the walls. For me, I splatter them out on paper and then I'm like, oh my God, I don't even want to look at my notes. They're so everywhere. <laughs> when, when I take notes, even before coming onto this podcast, I had all these, I was like, oh, I have all these ways I could answer this. If you looked at my, I shouldn't have erased them. I have a whiteboard and I should not have erased them so, so that people could see if I had a way to give you a picture. I write something here in the corner and then over here and then in the middle and then on the bottom and the whole right next to that one. So my, my note taking is crazy because that's just that's how I am. That's how I operate. When I was writing my book, I had pages everywhere and then I put them together like a puzzle piece. 
It's just how, how I work. And it can drive people crazy who automatically think structure, like in a structured way. Um, and then there's the social media, all of the information that's coming at us, like people texting us, calling us, emailing us, people sending us podcasts and videos and memes. I'm like, oh, I got to read that. Oh, I got to read this. Oh, I need to listen to that. Oh, oh, and there's this audiobook I'm listening to. And then you have like, for me, I have five, five to 10, I'll say, books <laughs> that I'm reading and then an infinite amount of podcasts that I love. And I'm like, well, where's the time? And that's the thing that's the frustrating part is we don't have unlimited time. We think we have unlimited time, but we don't. And so when we're planning, we need to actually put in there, okay, this is going to take me probably, and if you think this is going to take me half an hour, plan for an hour and a half so you have space to not rush while you're doing that one thing. That's one tip that I would start with. But... I want you to be very gentle with yourself and release any shame around not being more organized if you struggle with this because this is a real thing. And some people um, in inside of this question was figuring out like I try to figure solution figure out solutions for my life or how to get things done. And the thing about trying to figure something out is a it's a form of forcing versus having a flow and hearing your intuitive guidance and hearing what God, spirit, the universe has for you. So being spontaneous is actually a way to be in the flow and have our problems be figured out. And the best way to allow yourself to be in the flow and to not force and figure things out is to start with what do I need right now in this moment? So sometimes when I'm trying to figure things out, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, well, it's really frustrating, right? You're like, ah! and when you get like that, it's anxiety gives us mushy, mushy brain. We don't have our critical thinking skills. We don't have access to spirit, our intuitive guidance, our heart's inner wisdom or God. We don't have access because we're in a state of constrictedness. And when we receive the best guidance is when we're in a relaxed state. So the first thing I would do is calm the self, calm yourself. One way that you can do that is just stop whatever you're doing Go where you don't see papers, you don't see lists, you don't see notes. You could even go outside for a walk. But stop what you're doing and put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and you breathe in. 
So you put your tongue to the roof of your mouth. We can try it all right now. Breathe in. And then breathe out. You do it a couple of times. Breathe in. And breathe out. And when we we are calm, you can even be taking a shower, right? Pe- most people, for, for me too, I also have this happen, is I get my greatest insights in the shower. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely calming calming yourself first by either like I said move your body go in nature drink water so often we don't have enough water we don't have access to our brain when we don't have enough water we don't we get foggy in our brain our body needs water our brain needs water and our brain also needs the breath So breathing is very helpful to calm the nervous system, get ourselves out of that, excuse me, out of that state of anxiety and overwhelm because nothing can be created and no good solutions can come when we're in a panic state. How's this resonating with you so far, Monica? I absolutely love everything that you're sharing honestly knowing myself i find that it's much easier with how you're explaining it especially because you're talking about disconnecting from everything that you may perceive will help you and try things that may not be on your list that you have to check off or meet or expectations you have to meet but just little things like take a sip of water or even the tongue on the roof of your mouth technique. I really like that. And also I have a question for that. Would you be inhaling and exhaling through your nose or breathing through your mouth? Thank you for asking. Yes. So um, I also want to go backward a little bit to when you are feeling that anxious state usually we don't want to feel it and so we'll reach for things like for me personally i'll reach for uh potato chips i'll be like and i'm calmer (laughs) yeah (laughs) i do know that potatoes calm me like chai spices calm me so getting those things are good But if you're using them to calm down, that can lead to some uh, emotional overeating or, you know, putting things in our body that maybe we could we could handle in a different way. Right. Um, But you definitely you inhale. Thank you for asking. So you honor where you're at. You're like, okay, let me just let me let myself feel anxious, because if you are feeling anxiety, There's anxiety already inside of you that needs to come out. And that can heal and start the process of healing trauma. Because so often we try to numb the anxiety or not feel it. No, I'm not going to feel this. No. And we'll distract ourselves. But that will that will actually push push back our trauma healing. So part of trauma healing is to acknowledge, oh, 
I'm feeling in this moment anxiety and then allow yourself to feel it for a minute. Like, whoo, what does this feel like? And then just take away all that, you know, just dismiss why you're in it, right? You know why you're in it. Dismiss that and go, what is, what? Breathing right now. Ooh, my, my mouth is dry. Wow, my eyes are all over the place. I'm having a trauma response. So sometimes just acknowledging the state that you're in and becoming aware can help you to go, okay, what do I need to do then? And then you can put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and you allow yourself after you felt it to calm yourself. So don't try to push it away acknowledge it be with yourself through this you can even say i hate this it's okay you can you can i mean who would like it right so you breathe in through your nose after you've acknowledged it you breathe in through your nose tongue to the roof of the mouth and then breathe out through your nose sometimes there i mean there are many different breathing techniques that are out there one is the ocean breath um where you breathe in and you make an o with your with your mouth and you go and then out through that o it's like you are making an ocean and then there's the i think they call it the uja breath in yoga where you breathe like you you're in the back of your throat and nasal passage you're like in and out with your mouth closed and then there's the in through your nose and out through your mouth so whatever it does like you can even experiment with these different ways of calming yourself through the breath if one causes you to get more excited I would not continue with that when you're trying to calm yourself down. But for this one that I was talking about, breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. And the other, you know, sometimes I'll just breathe in through my nose. Like when I've led drum, you know, drum journeys for people, I'll say, breathe in through your nose, breathe in peace, breathe out through your mouth, blow out anything that's there, tension, worry, thoughts, negativity, whatever that is. So there's many to choose from. You get to choose. <clears throat> um, what I want to talk about right now, there's a few things that I want to talk about and then um, prioritize I want to end with. Um, the first thing I want to share is there are cycles on the, with the moon, right? And cycles with our energy and cycles with the planetary action. So there's all kinds of cycles. Like you've even seen cycles in nature, cycles in seasons. And if we are trying to get things done and move forward, which is the energy, it's a yang energy, like a in yin and yang if we're trying to move forward when it's in it we're in a cycle whether that's personally or planetarily or nature whatever season wise 
it's very difficult. It's like a salmon swimming upstream. And we wonder why it's so hard. And then at other times, it's, it's a little bit easier, you may notice. So during, for example, winter. During winter is a time where everything's dying. And we are that of the earth. We are that of nature. So we don't want to push. We actually, if we try to push, when we're supposed to be slumbering and dying off and being extra slow, we can be very frustrated at why things aren't working out and why our energy isn't cooperating with what our mind thinks should be happening and we should be doing. That's a form of shooting, right? I always say, don't shoot on yourself. But if it is the spring, for example, that's a time where everything is blossoming. It's much easier during the spring to move forward and, and take those steps than in the winter. There's also cycles of the moon where we've got the full moon, which is a really good time to heal, do our healing work and release old stuff, reflect, acknowledge. And then we've got the new moon. I think we're a few days from the new moon coming up. And I mean, as we're making this podcast, those who are listening may be further on, maybe years down the line, who knows? <laughs> but with these cycles, with the new moon, it's a good time to plant the seeds for what we want with our life. So it's a better time to take action. Although, if you pay attention to where you respond, like how you respond physically, emotionally with the full moon, with the new moon, it might be different for you. For me, I used to get so much energy when there was a full moon. So that would be the time where I was actually taking some action. And during the new moon, I was wasted, exhausted. So everyone's making their steps, right? For me, just making a manifest list, that was good enough. Because that's what my energy wanted me to do. And I want to ask you, and then we'll come back to the, these cycles. But I want to ask you, Monica, have you noticed your energy cycles throughout the month? I, I actually have not, no. I actually have no idea how I'd be able to do that. Could you, mm. could you possibly share a resource or are there some websites where I can find this information? Yeah, so I'll actually, I'll share with you what I learned. Um, I did, a, I took a class, <clears throat> her name was Beatrix Quintana. And she taught a moon class. I believe she still does. Um, and we studied the cycles of the moon and then we paid attention to, so the full moon, the new moon, there were other moons. There's like, there's the gibbous moon, there's the waxing and the waning. 
phases and then there's the balsamic moon and that one I want to share with you so with for me how I started to because I had no idea as well this was back in 2009 when I started doing priestess trainings and just all things moon and tarot and all these things were just lighting up for me um the moon what i learned was to pay attention when there's a full moon notice your energy you can even write it down on your calendar right tired energy anxious so it's a pretty basic you just go okay well there's a full moon today how am i feeling you can even be like around the full moon and certain full moons are are crazy producing emotional wildness <laughs> uh i'll call it because especially like for you and i we have we're both scorpios so we're similar right we've reached out to each other before when there's been a full moon it's like hey how are you doing hey how are you doing and it's like we should talk <laughs> and support each other through the crazies because we are of the earth we are of the moon we all have it in us nature is us and we are of nature so why wouldn't we be affected by the moon phases and i wasn't aware so once i started going oh i'm going to pay attention the next new moon i'm just going to notice how i feel and that's all i start i just that's where i started i just started to notice oh well and each full moon lasts 2 weeks and then each new moon lasts 2 weeks and it's every month so any time if you just want to play with this you can say oh well it's an it's a full moon today how am i feeling and oh today's a new moon how am i feeling and does that help to get you started i think it does help to some extent but i also think of when you're let's say you have a lot going on maybe if you have a job or school how could you be more aware of that i i really like the fact that you said that putting it on a calendar would help uh but at the same time <laughs> how could you take time to reflect especially when you have things going on or a lot of people around you you may be feeling <laughs> it it may be difficult if your mind is clouded to reflect in my opinion I I'm a little I'm a little lost per se on <laughs> on <laughs> that situation of having a lot of things going on around you because with the moon cycles even though there's the new moon and the full moon your daily routine things could change but you still have your your responsibilities that and the expectations that you sometimes have to meet so how do you go about taking extra care of yourself during those times when you have work calling or school or other responsibilities for those who have children and so on right yes i totally know what you're saying so 
what I'm saying with the the moon phases, and then I will get back to why I brought it up in the first place with this overwhelm, Mm -hmm. is if you start to pay attention to your own rhythms, your own cycles with this, with the moon where you're, and it doesn't have to be that you're stopping. No, I mean, sometimes I forget where we have a full moon. So, but what, what's important is to notice your energy. So say my calendar, I have a, just like a, one of those pocket calendars. Um, it has on it new moon, full moon. It has a little circle. And when I look at my calendar, so each day I have a habit of opening my calendar, unless maybe if it's a day I'm not working or it's like a weekend, Saturday or Sunday, I won't look at my calendar. But if when I do, I go to plan my week, I go, ooh, there's a new moon on Tuesday. Oh, ooh, the full moon's coming up. And so what you do when you are aware, right? You're like, oh, there's a full moon coming or there's a new moon coming. Mm-hmm. When it happens, just note to yourself, how do I feel right now? And and in that two-week period, right, you've got two weeks for, say, the new moon that's coming up, you can note how is your energy and how is your emotional state. And you don't have to take lots of time. You could just look on your calendar and go, oh, oh, it's a new moon today. Maybe that's why I'm so tired, or maybe that's why I am feeling what I'm feeling. Whatever it is, it's just a noticing. So you just like take note. You don't have to journal about it. You just take note. And then over time, right, say you just noticed. You're like, my intention is just to notice. I don't have to write anything down. I'm just going to notice how I feel around this, this full moon or new moon it's a place to start noticing your own cycles and then during the seasons right you're like okay it's spring how's my energy and just know it's a noticing does that help yes i it makes much more sense now thank you i i i I like that you said notice because it's not something as as tedious to do as writing things down, journaling about <laughs> it, reading everything that you went through in your time during the new moon or the full moon. And with right. my, my mind, I can I can tend to want to go into all the details. And so I really like that you just said, just notice what's going on, observe it, and notice how you feel. And I think that just those little things, it, it's really not that much to do as the mind can make it out to be especially if it is active so i really like that you said that thank you <laughs> you're welcome yes i do not want to give you one more thing to add to your list <laughs> <laughs> but it's like even when you're driving and you see you're like oh it's a full moon no wonder i'm blah 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 right yeah. no wonder people i just saw three different people arguing with each other right it's the full moon affects us the new moon affects us and if we can just notice right the other thing why i brought this up was because i'll give you an example of i had been 
wanting to create something as a, a new offering, a support group, and I knew what it was. And so I created it and then my life happened, right? And then the energies on the planet moved into a balsamic moon, which you don't need to know this, but a balsamic moon is three days before the new moon. So three days before the new moon, what I learned is that you're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to go into the void and meditate, sleep, rest, connect with you. Don't do. And so I had a mentor of mine who was like, I, I was telling her, you know, I, I just feel like reflecting and I forgot that it was a balsamic moon the three days before the new moon and I just told her you know I'm just feel like resting and um, doing just this just don't look at my lists and it's just how I felt like I didn't want to look at my lists and part of me when I talked to my friend was thinking because she, you know, she does things like she's very energetic. She drinks coffee. I wish I drank coffee because then I could just do all the time. But then I know that's not good for you <laughs> to push against your natural cycles. Like some people, you know, they feel like they've got their things they want to do and then they push and they're like, oh, I need um, a soda, some a sugar drink, you know, like energy give me some chocolate right and those things actually if we are healing from anything we're healing our body we're trying to calm those things don't help those things hinder our healing so even just the thought of having caffeine can set someone's trauma response off because you get too too wound up in certain in certain bodies right certain people but what was happening was I I have moved into this place where I want to be in the flow with my body I want to be in the flow with my cycles and honor what I feel I need to be doing each day there's not to say that there's not work right we have to work we have to do certain things but I am in charge of the rest of my life right the rest of my daily activities and how I spend my time so making sure not to over schedule that was something that was very important for my body healing especially in reducing anxiety because if you're always on then you can never have space to breathe and calm and so with this friend who was like you know you don't need to be you know you you you're already healed you don't need to shouldn't say you don't need to rest but she said it's time you know get it's time you got to just take action steps forward and all in my all the cells in my body and and my whole being my energy was thinking, nope, 
that's not that's not what I need to do today. And in the past, I would push and I would say, oh, I need to and then fill in the blank and I would push. And then I would be really resentful and angry at myself that I got myself sick or into a state of exhaustion, adrenal fatigue. And I decided for my own healing that no matter what anybody else says I should be doing or suggest for me, I check in with my own energy and I check in with myself. And then what's funny is I was like, nope, I just, I know I need to do this and I, it's still going to be there after I take this day for myself or this nap. And I remember taking two days for myself. I knew I wanted to create this thing. I wanted to move forward with this thing, but it felt like I can't because I need something else in this moment. I need something else right now. And when I gave myself the nap and then I let myself just put that project over to the side and I asked spirit for help, I said, please let this come to me easily and effortlessly because I don't want to force it and I want to be true to me and live the divine wills purpose and and well-being for me for me so that I can contribute to others and then I took those naps I took those two days and what do you know on the third day I was filled with energy and information and inspiration to move forward and I had the energy to do it. And then I, I had also looked on the calendar. I have this moon calendar. And that's by uh, Beatrix as well. Beatrix.com. That's her, her website. If anyone's looking for more information on her stuff. It's helped me so much. Um, and I looked at my calendar. And it was three days before the full moon. Those days where I was wanting to go into the void. Or before the new moon excuse me and I wanted to rest and I thought wow I was absolutely in tune with the energies on the planet and that's why I wanted to bring this part up it's very very helpful to be able to be in tune with what's going on you know at that time whenever a mercury retrograde comes up Right? <laughs> it's a time to slow down and organize, not do new projects. So you're just paying attention to what's going on with the moon and the planets. It's very helpful. And it also can help us to make sense when we do have more anxiety, more mental chaos than usual. Especially, I remember a year ago, we had five planets in retrograde and people were like calling me left and right, like, I don't know what's going on with me. I can't do anything. And right now, as this question came in, this right now is a time where if we're not super grounded and in our body, our mental and our, our thoughts will be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. 
oh i'm gonna do this oh i'm not gonna do that oh i'm gonna do that i want to do that oh wait maybe i should do this oh and our mental will go crazy right now with the planetary action if we're not grounded and that's why i was prompted because so many of my clients were like i can't i can't focus and i said are you grounded no so i uh created a grounding meditation that's on here on this podcast there's a grounding meditation and then i also created a reiki healing and meditation on um anxiety releasing anxiety so there's different tools when you get into the state that you can just go you know what i'm dropping everything and i'm gonna do what i can to relax and then um one of the things like the question here was how do i focus right so number one calm yourself i would say pre number one don't blame yourself don't get down on yourself don't judge yourself for it just notice and move through it with what we've discussed and then um for me being a creative person and I didn't used to call myself creative until I realized my creative process is I throw things all over paper, like notebooks and whiteboards. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, oh my gosh, ah, I've got stuff everywhere. <laughs> and at the same time, I love to put puzzles together. So it's just like putting a puzzle together now for me. Oh, okay, well, do I wanna say this first? Oh, do I wanna bring this up first? Do I wanna do this first? But for me, what really helps is blank spaces so if i turn to say i've splattered my list like i have my list right you can prioritize your list on a notepad on a clean sheet of paper and sometimes when you make your list you're like you just list everything that can be overwhelming right <laughs> Have you had that before? <laughs> Looking at it yeah. like, uh, Especially there's... when you add the self-care things onto the list or you start to say, okay, today I, I want to go outside for a walk and you add that to your list of things to do that are related to other things and you make it all in one. I relate to that as well. Yes, especially being visual. I am also very visual. And when I see things, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to read all that? And now I have to do all that? <laughs> what I started to do was I have a whiteboard. And on the left side, so I have a whiteboard with, I've got on the left are things for self-care. And for me, they're there and there's different colors. So if I see all one color of a list, it's overwhelming for me. So I started to organize, even my calendar, I started to organize into different colors. So pink would be self-care. So if I put it on my calendar, so I had something on my list, and I go, well, I'm gonna put that on my calendar. One thing I can do this week for self-care, I'm putting it in pink on my calendar and I scheduled an acupuncture session. Good. But then there's other parts of my life, right? There's meditation. Meditation was in light blue. So I would put on my calendar 
in blue and my list it would be in blue meditation and it didn't mean that I had to do this every day it was just a list I can pick and choose what do, what do I want to do for self-care today just one thing can be enough for what you need for me nutrition I that's an everyday thing because I I do make my own food and I've been healing my body from certain different autoimmune conditions. So food, definitely nutrition, is an everyday thing. With clearing my energy and energy exercises, those are automatic. I've just, when I get up, I don't turn my phone on. That's another thing. Phones can distract us from and looking at a screen and looking at our phone for an extended period of time can create what this one woman called popcorn brain. Your eyes change with the amount of time you look at a screen. So it's really powerful to when you wake up, do not start your day with your phone. Do one thing that you would like to do first before even turning all that information, people needing you, distractions, noises, right? So just keep that off. I like how you mentioned going for a walk without your phone. Very different than when you've got all that distraction <laughs> or possibility of someone contacting you. Um, for me, I carry my phone with me when I take walks because of the pedometer on my phone but I'll turn the ringer off or I'll put it on airplane so that I can still have access to that pedometer app. And then the different colors. So then this is another thing. Sometimes I would schedule too much social time and then I had no space for me to be with myself, to me be with spirit, to me meditate, for me to meditate. And so I started to make social time, whether I was going to be on the phone with someone or I was going to meet someone or um, like teaching, that's social, but that's green. I would color it green because teaching is my work. So I would color it green for money. And then orange would be social because for me, orange is, is a fiery energy. And when you're being social, you're expend expending fire energy, right? And then that can be depleted if you do too much expending of the fire energy. And then the meditation is blue because that's water. It's more of a calming, soothing energy. So that's why that was blue. And then trading. For me, I do trades with my Reiki partner and I put that in purple because trading I feel like it's like a noble thing and the color of nobility for me is purple um trying to think of other colors I think that's it for oh red red when I am in relationship or was in a relationship is romance so anything like a date I wanted to make sure that that got in there and I wasn't all work, right? And no play, right? Got the orange in there. Got to get some blue in there. Spirituality, very important. Um, but romance there because I would have partners who would complain that I was never putting them in. 
So these different colors are very helpful when planning or looking at my list. I can go, ooh, I've got this. Even on your calendar, I've got, oh, I've got a lot of social. I've got a lot of orange in here this week. Next week, I'm going to focus on putting more blue or putting more whatever, whatever it is. Um, but color coding, even pink. I've used pink for when I am alone and doing self-care because I could get a massage and doing self-care or get therapy and doing self-care, but that's still with somebody. So when I was alone, it was this pale pink that I would write down a little, I put a little heart on my calendar next to the bath that I wanted to make sure I, I got in. So with that list, you can actually, when you color code it and you start to put it in a calendar, doesn't mean you have to do everything on your list. With I'm talking about self-care and then organizing your, like prioritizing and noticing, right? Again, with the moon, right? Just noticing, oh, I'm working a lot. I have a lot of green in here. So when I took a client, I would write it in green on my calendar. And, it, and I'm a very visual person, so I can't have a, an online calendar. Like I have an online scheduler, but I don't have an online thing that I look at every day. It's a, it's a physical, so I'm able to write down and use my different pen colors. That was very, very helpful for me for getting organized. And also, when you have things say it's like for me um, something to do with my cat right or I have to get information on new car insurance or I have to find I have to go to the post office because I have to change my address so these things right or you have an assignment with school or you have um, you want to plan a healing session so these things also take time. So when you look at your list, you can get a different color pen. Say the whole thing's written in one color. Get a different color pen and circle one thing that if you did that one thing and nothing else, everything else is not like immediate today or this hour, you just circle it and you go, okay, that's the thing I'm going to do right now. That's the thing I'm going to do. So it can even be um, drop everything. That can be something that you could do, right? You drop everything and then you do some breath, breathing, breath work. Or like for me, I have a Reiki Master Crystal Grid I set up wherever I move, wherever I go, when I go to a hotel or wherever. It takes time. It actually takes about... 15, 20 minutes for me to set up and I will put that off and I'm like, wait, no, what if I just drop everything else and do this darn thing that I've been wanting to do for so long that I've been putting off because I've been making it bigger in my anxiety brain, right? I've been like, oh no, but instead drop everything else, focus on that one thing and set a timer. So turn your ringer off, set a timer, and then 
allot that time to do that one thing. When you do this, you will prove to yourself that you can actually get things done. And it's a way to structure yourself that's manageable. I have a, a friend who's moving and she's moving to a different state and she has a house with a garage full of stuff. And when we got on the phone, she was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm so tired and I have so much to do. And her husband, we were on FaceTime and her husband goes, Corinne, can you help us? <laughs> she has so much stuff. Like she has so much stuff. Like she had all these boxes of things and I've been there before. And I'm like a decluttering queen because of this technique that I just shared with you. I set a timer. I used to start with 15 minutes. Now I, I have the ability because I've focused for 15 minutes at a time for years, I get stuff done. And so now I, if I'm doing like for me, um, packing, I recently moved and I'm moving again and packing it can be very overwhelming, right? Decluttering. In spring, we declutter. It can be very overwhelming. But if you break it down into, I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes. For me, now it's 40 minutes. I can easily focus for 40 minutes. Like also if I'm writing or I have an assignment, I turn everything off because I am very easily ADD distracted. <laughs> Um, I turn off all the noises, you know, and there's noises in your environment, of course. And that's a whole different topic, getting into a peaceful environment. But if I can, even when I was in a noisy environment, living with children, living with uh, a man and the children, I would put headphones on with peaceful music, put my timer on, turn my ringer off, and nobody got in. Nobody got to get in while I was trying, I was doing that one thing. And after the timer went off, I, f I felt so proud of myself that I could focus for that long that I would go, oh, I'm going to do another 15 minutes. And it gives you a sense of accomplishment that you are capable and you actually can do something. Even setting a, a timer, turning everything off, setting a timer for a two-minute meditation. That can give you a sense, once you've done that, a sense of, wow, I can, I can focus. And things take time. So I, I believe that that's what I would, what all I would like to cover. Um, what, was there anything that you would like to add or do you have any, anything that wasn't clear or anything you could resonate with? I think you did an incredible job, Corinne. All the questions that I had, you pretty much answered them. Um, the ones that I had in my mind as you spoke, you, as you continued, you answered them yourself and... I really love how you I really love how you describe everything that you've done to help yourself especially knowing that I really like that you just said that you're capable to do it um, I 
I think that's the biggest thing to recognize when you feel overwhelmed is to first acknowledge it, like you said, and accept it as well. And then remind yourself that you're capable of doing it. Because when we get so overwhelmed or our our brains become clouded with thoughts of how are we going to get everything done, we start to doubt ourselves sometimes, at least for me personally, and maybe others can relate that are listening to this. I doubt my ability to even get one thing done. I really like that you talked about the timer and trying to do that even for 15 minutes seems like a lot for me personally. So maybe I would start with five minutes, but I think if I can get myself to do five minutes, I might feel a little more accomplished. So I really like that you brought that up and then how you organize as well with the color coding. I really like that as well. It seems more fun and also it's a different approach than just writing everything in the same color because it all starts to seem the same you put equal value on everything when it's written in the same writing and it just (laughs) it turns into one big list so i really like that you shared that as well um yeah everything that you've talked about it's been so helpful for me personally i'm going to incorporate it in what i do and i was just thinking about it and I think I think even just doing one thing a day, if I can get myself to do that when I feel really overwhelmed, I know I'll feel much better. And knowing that I only have to do one thing a day can make things seem much easier. So baby steps, I really like that you 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 said to take it as one thing at a time and doing just one thing. So that really helped me as well. So thank you so much. All these techniques really helped and I really appreciated how you explained it and putting yourself first and being gentle with yourself is most important through all of this because it can be really easy to get distracted by people around you, things around you, and then feel the pressure of meeting deadlines if you have a job or school or or commitments that you've made to your partner and or relationships you have so i really like that you mentioned all this so thank you so much and i really appreciate you allowing me to be on this podcast and answering some of my questions as well you're welcome i'm glad i'm glad that you got so much value i've given a lot so if you're overwhelmed by all of what i gave you don't (laughs) just do the one take one thing just one thing that you might like to try i love that you said when you write things in all one color that you give it equal value because that in it in and of itself when you give everything equal value can be very overwhelming and that's why it's important to prioritize and I was reminded of you can have something like when you look at that thing so say you look at your list you can even ask yourself is this something that can be done tomorrow or next week and what is it that needs to be done today what do I need to do today Like for me, when I want to confirm a client, that needs to be done today. 
And so if I do that thing, they call it eat the frog.、Uh-huh. If I if I do that thing that needs to be done, and I'm done with it, I don't have to think about that. I have to do it later. So some things that, and same with like.、Um, I do a blog and, and I do Instagram posts, and I will do、um, things that I have to do for my business. That they're not necessarily fun,、um, like going on my website and uploading what I wrote, for example. It's like that I dreaded, and I'm like, no. What if I could make that fun? So I would take my computer, and I would go to the coffee shop, and I would get myself a latte. Try, <laughs> try, because I'll drink coffee. And I would get myself a latte. They have nice music playing. Everybody's happy, chatting. And I would go. Well, I'm gonna go have fun with this. Then I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, I have to be on the computer. I don't like computers. I don't like EMFs. <laughs> oh my god, technology sucks. I'm not good at technology. So instead of doing that thing, like the dreading of the thing that you have on your list that you have to do, you can just step it up and make it fun. And、um, I got so much done by making it fun. For example, also、um, with cleaning, if I wanted to do the dishes. Right, I didn't want to do the dishes, but if I had to do the dishes, right, I and I do, I feel less cluttered in my thinking when my dishes are done. Have you ever had that where you like, you wake up and and you have dishes in the sink and you're like, ugh, you're just defeated already before you even woke up. You're <laughs>、yeah. like, man, I'm so lazy. <laughs> the environment plays a huge role, especially if it's a mess and you already have a lot in your mind. You, <laughs> you, you think about how to get through that as well. So, <laughs> or even laundry, right? You're like, oh、yes. my god, I have this laundry to do. Just do one load, just one load, and you'll be like, oh, I feel so much better now that that pile's not there. This hamper isn't full. So, and, and then for me. With the dishes, right? I will put on music or a podcast. So I will be washing the dishes, being mindful. Okay, I'm washing these dishes, but at the same time, I can actually do one of the things on my list, like listen to that podcast I've been wanting to listen to, while I'm doing this thing that I don't really enjoy.、Mm-hmm. Washing dishes. I when I visit people, like when I've been in families over the holidays, where there's a whole bunch of people, and I get overstimulated and overwhelmed, I will be the person who does the dishes, because nobody's asking me anything. I don't have to, th- you know, think of something to say. I don't. It's like that social anxiety. <laughs> I'll be like, it's me and the dishes, and. And that actually doing things with our hands that are manual, like gardening. Gardening calms people.、Um, coloring calms people. The nervous system starts to calm down when you do anything small. It also builds energy when you do anything like little small movements, like chopping. Chopping can be something that can be anxiety-reducing. 
Especially if you put some like some uh, music on. I like putting bossa nova on when I'm cooking. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway, so I hope that this helps. Is there anything yeah. you want to say before we end? Yes, actually, <laughs> I know we've talked, or we, especially there's just been so many things in this podcast that have been covered. One thing that came to mind as you were talking um, was because of especially being in a home or especially in a pandemic and you were talking about going to a coffee shop. That's something that I used to do when I wanted a change in the environment to help me focus um, or to help calm me down because of the environment I was in. I felt overwhelmed by living with the people around me and just so much going on in the house. What, what would you recommend besides, I know you said uh, the headphones, that, that was a good way to tune people out, but what can someone do if they're feeling overwhelmed and they can't change their environment and they live in a small space, especially where they don't have a, even a separate room to go to to get some work done or a place or a change of environment? Because I know that can influence how uh, people are affected mentally as well. So do you have any quick suggestions for that? If you could add to that just a little bit, I'd really appreciate it. Yes. So when I lived in a house full of people, and these, these people were people that I did not resonate with. Like, they were not my sole people. Hence, I do not live there anymore. And I'm not even friends with those people anymore. <laughs> not that they're bad people, but I would go into my closet and I had a little night light, like a, those, you know, those little lights that you can like clip onto a book. And I would get my little light and I would click the light on and I would sit if you can't get into your closet, because I've been in, in a home where I couldn't get into my closet because I had a shelves, like shelves in there go into the bathroom. Nobody can bother you when you're in the bathroom. Yeah. If there's only one bathroom, that could be a problem. <laughs> so, uh, but that's, these are things that I have actually done. I, so I, when I was living with a family, there were two bathrooms, thank goodness. Um, and I would go into the bathroom, I would take my notepad and I would take my list and I would take my calendar and my pens and I would put on music so I didn't hear anything. I put on some gentle piano playing or music for focus. And I would put that, oh, and that's another thing. You can listen to music, certain types of music, like YouTube has binaural beats, B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L beats, which actually play tones that help the brain to focus. So you can put those, the focus music, as long as you resonate with it. Some of them, like I remember one was like relaxation music. I put it on and it was making me want to cry. <laughs> it was like some, some like opera sad scene music. And I thought, no, this is not helpful. But I put stuff, something on that I resonate with. And then I will set my timer and I'll do the thing. I mean, sometimes it's just that I wanted to read one page in my book. So I would go in the bathroom 
The other thing that I've done or go in the closet and do a meditation with my music or a guided meditation, listen to that with my headphones so that I am in my own space because it's not always possible to have your own sacred space when you're living with people. And that would be the ideal. It really would. But with what, what if you can't afford a big space? right? You live in a place where you're like, oh my gosh, we all need to share this in order to make rent. So the other thing I have done is I would go in my car and my car would be my office. And nobody could bother me if I drove away and I'm in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent so many and I, oh, and then also going into nature, I had this little pop-up tent best purchase I ever made this tiny little pop-up tent just for me and I would go out there and I would take my notebook or a book whatever it is that I needed to do that I didn't want any distractions and I would have the walls of the tent were protecting me from distractions and so I would go in there and not only would I benefit my nervous system would benefit from being in nature i would also have peace and quiet where there's no distractions in my car for sure my car and when i haven't had a car it's pretty frustrating <laughs> because my car has been where i've actually done the most effective efficient work is in my car or and not everyone has a bathtub but that bathroom, I'm telling you, that's a good one. I, you know, the toilet is the perfect size of a chair seat. <laughs> the counter, you can open your book, open your planner, place your um, pens, set your yeah. timer and go to it. Right. You're like, hey, you guys, you know, I, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, they don't need to know that you weren't constipated. You know, they don't need to know <laughs> anything. Nobody's going to be like, oh, how are you? You know, um, but I mean, that's not true because if you're in there for extended periods of time, your family might start to ask. And I've had that before where they have asked um, or said, you know, like, gosh, how are you spending some time to yourself? <laughs> And I explained, you know what? I have a hard time focusing. I get distracted very easily. So that's just a really good place for me to, if I need to just take some time and get something done real quick or however long I need. But you know, with a family and people in the house, you'd probably want to communicate that so they don't think you fell in the toilet or something <laughs> you passed out or something <laughs> let them know you're okay because I've done the just the disappearing thing and it doesn't really go over too well if you're in a family you know <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Monica thank you for joining me and thank you everyone who has listened to this and please come back to it with a notepad with different colors if you can if there are things that you're like oh my gosh I really like that don't feel pressured to do any of this um, but I do I love to share what works for me so I'm really glad that this question came in I love questions 
especially with things that I know about, like that I've actually struggled with. So thank you, Monica, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me on here. And I hope anyone that is listening to this can be benefited in any way. And I hope that whoever is listening to this can take care of themselves and realize that we all have been to the been through this to some extent. So you're not alone if you're listening to this. <laughs> yes. And definitely I'll end with do not judge yourself. Do not compare yourself to how someone else does it. That will get us into trouble and it will only have us blame ourselves and that doesn't get us any closer to getting out of the anxiousness and the overwhelm. However you do you is perfect and you are your own spiritual woman. And yeah, you your relationship, the first relationship to have is your relationship with you and being okay and knowing you are worthy with who you are and how you want to do things. So thank you everyone for joining and have a wonderful rest of your day.